we have all heard, go and make disciples. It was God breathed, right? But let's back up to the reason we were called to make disciples, our salvation. Without it, we can't disciple to others. Therefore, we can't make disciples. We are also called to be faithful in it all and draw near to the Lord. How do we do that? We fight the good fight, we pray, we read his word, and we love. To make disciples means to dig your heels into his word and his will and be hearers and doers of the word, not one or the other. We were entrusted with this gift of discipleship and it all starts in our home. So let's go. Welcome back to another podcast episode um, on the Entrusted by Him podcast with me, Courtney, your host. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, You will have to excuse me. I'm a little nasally from getting over some sickness that we had in our family. So again, I'm so glad you're here. If you're new here, um, what we're about, um, we, this whole ministry is um, based around something that the Lord put on my heart years ago in 2 Timothy 1.14. Um, and that verse says, By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So in this podcast, um, the whole podcast, the whole ministry, we cover all of the things God has entrusted us with as Christians and how to stay focused on what matters most by guarding those good deposits, guarding our hearts, uh, and stewarding them well with the power of the Holy Spirit that is in us through sanctification um, and all for the glory of Him and His kingdom. And so with that being said, today's episode, I'm so excited, it's all about why we read God's Word daily. So this whole series It's a longer one, um, so hang tight (laughs) and know that we will get to the end eventually. But in the meantime, just know that this whole series, uh, I feel like the Lord really, really put all of these topics on my heart at different times in my life, and some of them are still being learned right now. Some of these topics that the Lord has given me to talk about and to teach about are also things that he's teaching me about. So we're learning together. And so in today's word or today's episode, like I said, we are talking all about why we read God's word daily um, and the importance of knowing God's word, which is really meaning to know his character and why we need his words daily in our ears, stamped on our hearts, in our mind, while we meditate on them daily. Um, So grab a pen and paper, grab your coffee, whatever it is, pay attention to the road, whatever you're doing. Let's dive in this topic. All right, y'all. So let's just get right into today's topic. I want to take a look at a few verses and talk about kind of why we're called to time in the word daily, Um, why this is so important, what kind of impact this has in our life, and why why did God call us to do this, um, you know, everywhere, anywhere, but really 
we know that discipleship starts in our home. And so reading the Bible, reading God's word, spending time meditating on his word, um, studying his character, really all of that should be starting in our home as well, because we're going to be taking it out into the world to go make disciples. So if you have your Bibles, I want to talk about 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So in these verses, we see how the word of God is used for teaching and correcting to train us in righteousness, to make us more like Jesus. And so God's word, it shows us right there that it equips us for every good work that we are called to. And we have all heard as Christians, whatever God's going to call me to, he's going to equip me for. That is true. And that verse tells us that to be true. If we are not reading God's word and discerning his voice, which let me back up a little bit. If we're not reading his word every day and meditating on his word, even if it's just five minutes a day, guys, and we're not learning his character, that doesn't mean we have to, uh, you know, take something applicable away every time we read it. But if we're not learning who he is and his character and spending time with him, meditating on his word, stamping those words on our heart, we're not able to really discern his voice. Um, we're going to be able to hear the enemy's voice, right? If we don't know God's character, the enemy's voice is going to be very, very loud. And God's verse, God's word is not going to come across um, very clearly. We will be lost in this world with no direction. And God is that direction. He's the one that lights our path, right? So, which that kind of leads me to the next verse. Um, in Psalm 119, 105, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So let's, let's think about this for just a second. If you are in a dark hallway with no lights, how will you see to walk in the direction that you were made to go in? How, are you, how would you know where to go if you can't see a single thing? You would start walking and you probably bump into a lot of things. You probably fall. Um, just a lot of things would kind of, these obstacles would get in your way. But now if the light was on, you would be able to avoid those obstacles. You would be able to discern where those things were. The same goes for us in the dark, in, in a broken world. You cannot build a foundation on not reading God's word. I'm going to say that one more time. You cannot build a foundation on not reading God's word. His word lights our direction, and makes our paths straight. So we see, if you uh, change change the script here, go to Joshua in your Bible, chapter 1, verse 8. I'm going to read that. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it, meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Now, <clears throat> before we talk about this verse, I need to 
address this and I'll address it again in a minute, but just to put that out there because it is bugging me. This does not mean success as the world sees it. This is success as God's will aligns. So he tells us here to meditate on his word day and night. You see, like, I just think about that for a second. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you see people talking about meditation all the time. It's a different kind of meditation, but God says to meditate on his words. Then he says, by doing this, your way will be made prosperous and you will have good success. And, And like I said, he isn't talking about worldly success. Whatever the world views success as, that is not what he's talking about. He's talking about success according to his will and his word. Um, you know, again, you have to read his word daily to know his will, but really what is aligning with his heart, his, uh, plans for the kingdom in Matthew chapter four, verse four, it says, but he answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. What was Jesus saying in this verse? Like, I just think if I was sitting here talking to Jesus right in front of me and he says, you should not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, you're going to think, okay. And then you're going to kind of, you know, process that a little bit and try to figure out what he's talking about. If we just look at this topically, we're going to be like, okay, my body physically cannot live on bread by itself, but by every word of the mouth of God. Huh? But let me, let me break this down for you guys. What he's saying. Well, first of all, let's talk about how Jesus was tempted by Satan in the desert. Bread is the most widely consumed food in the world. Okay. It is an important source of essential carbs for energy. So he's trying to kind of show that value of bread even bread, you cannot live with it alone. So why would Jesus say we can't live on bread alone though, if it is so important? Because Jesus is speaking beyond the needs of the human body. That's, that's the part we have to see here. So it's not just physically. He's not just talking about your physical body. He is talking about us needing more as a whole, consisting of a body, soul, and spirit. And so when he says that every word comes from the mouth of God is what we're living on. We know that God's word is like, it's the living water. And so we need bread and we need water. We need more than just bread. We need more than just that physical aspect. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the breath became a living person. That's in Genesis 2, 7. And from this verse, we see we are more than just material. God breathed into us with his own breath. Since our source of life is from God, bread or physical food alone isn't enough to sustain us. So we need more than food. We need the very word of God as our life-giving source. So following that, in John 6, 63, um, it kind of explains this more to us than, you know, our flesh. And so it says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. 
the words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So we see what we've talked about and how it is important in reading the word daily and how important that is. We also want to put that first. I say, I always say this and you'll hear a lot of people with different opinions on this. Um, This is just something that I feel the Lord has put on my heart, convicted me of. And I always say, give God your first of the day and give God the last of your day. Even if, I want to throw that phrase in there, even if, even if you wake up late, if you wake up too late to grab your Bible and sit down and and study for even five minutes, put the Bible app on in your car. If you're a stay-at-home parent, put the Bible app on audio while you're taking care of the kiddos in the morning and the breakfast. If you're running late, you can at least listen to it. And if all else fails, give God your first and pray while you're doing something. Pray while you're in the shower. Pray while you're getting ready. Just be with him the first thing in the morning, regardless of what that looks like. He doesn't care that it's perfect. He doesn't care that it's a quiet sit down moment. He just wants you. So giving him your first in the morning, giving him your last of your day, even if a little is all you've got. He wants you and he's waiting for you just to come to him. So we take what we've learned about God's word and kind of understanding how valuable and important that is in our life. That is the core of our life. Jesus is the core of our life. He's not a part of it. He's not a piece of it. He is our life as Christians and to abide in him, to rest in him, to be in communion with him, to be one with him, we are to um, give him our first every day, give him our last every day, read his word daily, even if it's just for a second, even if it's you reciting a verse that you know, and bringing it to your memory, calling it back to memory. Take what we've learned about God's word and fill it with your home. After all, your home is where discipleship starts. 